Boys and girls, welcome back to a new episode of Friends Morley Family. I'm your host, Danny. It's your girl, Cass. It's your boy, Faye. And welcome back. Season two, we're going strong, baby. We are back at it again with another juicy topic for you guys. So obviously, me, Fabian, and Danny talk a lot about relationships, and we're always trying to think of new ways and come up with new things on how we can just talk about the ins and outs of Going through life, being our age, dating, relationships, marriage, all of that stuff that's coming up for us. You guys heard that? Marriage? For the yeah. both of you, let's get it going, please. Thank you. Sound like my mother. <laughs> I know. I'm like, well, when are you going to bring home a good yeah, girl? Yeah. <laughs> um, what are we talking about today? Jesus Christ. Do women actually want vulnerable men is that's the right. question that's right Jeez. is the question yeah and i'm curious i'm i'm like it's on gonna a be a short podcast today because the answer is no <laughs> <laughs> honestly i'm on a seesaw i go back and forth to be honest with okay. you a lot of the times what is your first initial thought um yes women do but, want vulnerable but men. because i feel like society has made it that way mm, explain that a little i bit. feel like vulnerability is a fashion statement right now mm. i feel like vulnerability is sexy quote unquote like i feel like the tabloids push it out so it could be on a pedestal and like favorable yeah but which in, is a good thing I right right I exactly i mean i went down that path of like being more vulnerable and and understanding my emotions and speaking about it but i i lean the other way sometimes too because I haven't gotten shit from it, bro. Like, what? What has it? What has it given me? What has it gotten you? Right. You know, you've never gotten some. Uh, <laughs> some. Go ahead, some Danny. Some after, finish that some afternoon delight of just being vulnerable of it. <laughs> afternoon delight. Yeah, you know, a little. Whatever that. Pity, little, like a pity fuck. Like a Turkish Oh my god, delight. he's such a sad boy. I want him. No, but like, why do I want that? True. You ever opened up to somebody and they were like, oh. How how shitty does that make you yeah. feel? No, that's never <laughs> happened. No, that's <laughs> no, never happened. But Danny's like, I would rather die. Yeah, I would fucking crawl into a ball if somebody's like, oh. Yeah, bro, like I just opened up to you and you think what I just opened up to you about is cute? Yeah, yeah. Fucking yeah, it's like, it's almost like it feels like a pity rather yeah. than yeah, like, it does. you know, now I'm not comfortable being vulnerable to you because now you pity me and that's exactly what I want from being vulnerable. Right. Right? Um, I think my overall answer for like do women actually want before you answer that can you define vulnerability for me i feel like being vulnerable is being able to be purely like the rawest version of yourself mm. and i feel like that should only be done in a safe space because there there are some people that i know like i have friends that I truly feel are just like blindly vulnerable. And I don't mean that in a bad way, but they're so it just oozes out of them. Like the, the like, like who they are. Yeah. Like who they are. They're just so not afraid to like express their emotions or give their heart to other people. And while I admire that, I also sometimes 
I'm not going to lie. I judge them for it a little bit because I feel that they open themselves up to very like unsafe environments. Mm. And like they tend to sometimes get taken advantage of or are underappreciated or just end up being like way too sensitive. Which is a whole, I feel like the the term too sensitive is a whole another discussion in itself because I feel like people that are highly sensitive have learned to find power in their sensitivity. But honestly, like I get annoyed of people that are highly sensitive. Like it just starts to, it starts to bother me. Like I feel like you have to get a tough skin and I'm not saying you can't be who you are, but you should have some kind of like grit to you to be right. able to handle things. You know, you can't just yeah, break yeah. down at the slightest like inconvenience. There has to be a certain uh, gist of toughness. Like yeah. you have to have some sort of like, not everything is going to break me. Exactly. It's okay to break down. It's okay to be vulnerable, but not. And, right. And people hate being called too sensitive. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like, I don't really know know what else to say because some people are just too sensitive. Like, I have encountered people that that just get offended by everything, cry over, like, the slightest things. Now, is this more men or women? Not that, I mean, I've met both. Do you know what? I've met both. But in my experience, when I am talking about this, I am am thinking of a woman. Mm. I, I, I... I the reason I brought that up is because I feel like your mentality aligns more of like how men think, like how a guy thinks. And then as far as women, when when women feel that oversensitivity, you know, most women are more compassionate. They're more like, oh, my God, you know, she's going through a tough time. But when we see because it's happened where we're together and we see somebody being like overly dramatic or like too sensitive because whatever and they're just a lot. Me and you look at each other like, ugh, we got to deal with this. Yeah, you we know, like, like, are like, we got to get the fuck yeah, out of yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, let, it can be a lot. Let me ask you something, Cass. Before your fiancé, Moody, did you, were you more attracted to, to a sensitive man or like an alpha man? Like what? Leader of the friend group, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> what got you shaking in your boots? Like what? In my younger years, I was definitely more attracted to a sensitive guy. But I think as when I was single, even before Moody, mm-hmm. um, I was like, I wanted a tough, strong man. Like I was dating like really like, like tough guys, like, <laughs> you know, like guys that were leaders and had, uh, you know, like, like, um, like the alpha, like the, yeah, I had a, like a, a, a presence, a very strong masculine presence energy. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, I think in my younger years, but it also kind of reflected like how I grew as a person. So like in my younger years, I was very sensitive. I was very unsure of myself. I was very like uh, insecure. So I would attract guys that were highly sensitive and and uh, yeah, just annoying. <laughs> and um, and then I think as I became older and I figured out who I was and I gained, gained more confidence in myself, I started dating guys that kind of matched that too. And it wasn't purposely. It was just like what I just started being attracted to, mm-hmm. you know, like I wasn't attracted to like the soft guy not saying anything in the corner anymore. Mm-hmm. I was attracted to like someone who was like very about their action and, and living in like a healthy, like masculine energy that was 
yeah, just had like a strong masculine presence. I was like really attracted to that instead versus like when I was younger. Do you feel like you found an equal balance with your fiance? Yeah, I, I do. Because that's the thing. Like, uh, like I was saying, I dated those guys, but a lot of them turned out to be like hyper masculine, like an insecure masculine energy. Mm. Um, and no, no divine femininity in them. No divine femininity because they had no grace about their masculinity. Like they they wanted to be masculine so bad that they were like overcompensating their masculinity. And like when really they didn't have to do that, they could have just like chilled out with it, still had their masculine and still been like soft and loving at the same time, you know. Um, and, you know, I actually saw this TikTok the other day that it was a woman talking about um, this is definitely generalizing, but she was saying how she's a Latina and um, her friends are so surprised because she only dates white men. And she was like, the reason why is because every Latin male that I've tried to date, they want to be masculine so bad. Like they are so hung up on creating this like masculine picture of themselves because the culture, that's what that's yeah, what yeah, the, the Latin there. culture yeah. does to to boys, to men, like, you know, boys to men. And and like, you know, they overcompensate so much that it actually ends up feeling like insecure. Yeah. You know, it ends up feeling like, bro, relax. Like we get it. You're you're men. Men, 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 men. Wow, we haven't done that one in a while. <laughs> men, men. Like, we get it, you know? Like, chill out. No one's gonna, like, make you gay. Relax, you know? Like, that's how they act. They act like if they do something feminine, like, oh, or, or they, not so much feminine, but vulnerable, right? Because that's yeah. what we're talking about today. So, some men, when you're right, some men, at least I used to look at it like that, right? Growing up in New York, like, anything, any sign of weakness was taken, like, full. Full spectrum, right. we're going to take advantage of that, we're going to shit on it, we're going to crack on it. So if you were to, let's say in high school, if you were to uh, cry or something like that, that would be yeah. the death of you because... Yeah, bro, imagine. Yeah, <laughs> but in reality, like, I didn't grow up in a... Los niños no lloran. You know, men, men aren't allowed to cry. I didn't grow up in one of those environments, but I still looked at it like men can cover their feelings up yeah. better. You know, and it's funny because I was listening to a podcast. I don't remember the name of it, but I was listening to it and um, the women wanted, were asking the men. It was like a men versus women thing. And the women were asking the men, how are you? They were talking about like death, you know, like things that actually matter to men. How are you so strong to the point that you don't cry? Because women get emotional immediately. At least she was talking about herself. They get emotional immediately and they don't know how to hold it back. Yeah. Men can put up the front of like, maybe it's years of practice is what he, he couldn't answer it, but maybe it's years of practice, but men can. So his example was that he um, had his best friend die and he went and held the fort down in the sense of like, was that strong figure for his best friend's mom, his sister, all this. He was at their funeral uh, buried him and then once he got home he said he broke down mm. but he was able to hold the fort down so she kept asking him like yo how do men do that because i get angry and immediately i'm crying i get sad and immediately i'm crying how yeah. do you do that yeah is there is there a technique phase or i don't know it's tough man i i do think there's some weight to the years of not doing it you know what i mean and like, like hold, what you said the tongue, like yeah. practice right 
tear ducts. I don't know if it's a muscle, if it's a reflex, <laughs> but you don't use it, right? You lose it. Yeah. Okay. I think but, it's like also like being told what right. you're allowed to do and what yeah, you're yeah. not allowed to do. Right. Like, of course, it's easy for a woman to say that because we like society has given us the pass to cry to you know of course it's like shamed in some environments like in work environments or you know like you're not supposed to get overly emotional what people like to say but like i think overall women have been more uh encouraged to express their emotions versus men are not men are like yes or no like you know you do it or you don't do it like they're you're told what you're not supposed to do you Mm know it's it's tough honestly because I've mentioned this before, right? I I wasn't very keen on speaking about my emotions. I want to say like pre-pandemic, right? So me being open, me talking about my emotions, me saying vocalize how I'm feeling was never a thing. And the main reason for that was because I'm a product of my own environment. And my environment growing up was me living in a household with six, with five older brothers. And it was just, it was just, we never spoke about our emotions. We never it was looked at as like a sign of weakness and it wasn't until old like i got older where i started doing it more and more and more but now i'm looking i'm taking a step back and i'm like i don't know if this is the right thing because Mm. like what you mentioned maybe i'm doing it too too much now because like i don't know i don't have any restraints and somebody the other day mentioned to me and i don't know if it, it kind of stuck with me. They said that Faye is for everyone. And Faye is for everyone. And it, um, I was like, fuck, am I really that person to everybody? Like, am I really that person to dig deeper on everybody and to be somebody that they could talk to? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, fuck. You just got to turn, turn. I don't know if I want to be that. I was going to ask you, like, do you want to be that person? I, I don't know. Yeah. Let me ask you an off-topic question really quick. Do you think do you think that you could be friends with somebody and then get into a relationship? Yeah. So, yeah. I actually like that. I, I actually like that. Never done it. Right, exactly. <laughs> Never the done idea it, but of I it be, is nice. Well, yeah. yes you have. Well, correct. I have been friends with people and then gone on to date them, but never on purpose. Right. Right? It's just been that's how it's happened. I don't think that can happen on purpose. It's it's tough, right? Because I feel like in our society we're so quick to wanna start dating somebody off the bat. And like (laughs) (laughs) I just just looked at each other. (laughs) And for things to move quickly once you start meeting somebody. And like you said, you you want to you want to think the idea of being friends with somebody first and building a foundation and then dating them you want to think that that's the way you want to go but i've never done it either you know right, what i mean right but that takes a lot of that takes a lot of checking yourself right. because you have to see this person with somebody else and if you like them if it's from the jump you like them and they set out these rules of hey we're going to be friends first mm-hmm. and after we get to know each other and we understand how each of us work friends then we zone. can yeah, sounds like a friend. I know, but that's again, that's ego and that's society, right, like right, how right. we're built to think right. and look at things, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I like to believe that being vulnerable is what women are looking for, but that's not always the case. Just because it it very it really varies on their past experience in like the previous relationships. If it was something that was lacking, of course they're looking for vulnerability. 
most men, right? Not all of us, but most men tend to hide the vulnerability, like mm-hmm. I spoke about in previous episodes, about like putting up a front first and then opening up later. Yeah. Because I just hate that feeling of being taken advantage of. Or that feeling of using you using something that I've said against me, right? And ammunition. Yeah, you, said, you mentioned it, in the right? Last because some women are spiteful. Some people right. are spiteful, right? Right, and they tend to know that that was something that took a lot for you to say, and re repurpose it to use it against you, is is evil. Mm. But people <laughs> do it, you know. So yeah. it's nice in theory. It's nice in theory to be vulnerable and right. to yeah. one want to be yourself because i'd like to think now moving forward in any relationship that i get for that i get in i'd like for you to want all of me or none of me right you know like like me for being vulnerable like me for being the alpha like me for being the beta you know like like me for who i am in whatever scenario it is whether i'm in charge or not exactly i'm myself this is who i am yeah because getting in a relationship now and then dealing with Whatever it is that you got to deal with afterwards, whether it's them not liking that you're too vulnerable Mm -hmm. or them wanting more vulnerability from you. But you have that guard up of like, nah, you're not getting that yet. I got to see you cry first and then maybe, you know. Yeah. And, you know, you know what? Going back to what you asked me before, like, what is vulnerability? Now that I'm thinking about it and listening to what you're saying, like vulnerability really is just being authentically yourself. Yeah. And. When you put it in the sense of like, I feel like this might be controversial what I'm going to say, but I feel like the whole vulnerability thing is like over glorified. All you have to do is just be authentically who you are, like without the guards, without protecting yourself, without, you know, any facade of who you want to come off as or who you want people to think you are like you just have to be authentic to you. And in a sense, yes, that is vulnerable for like when that's hard, when that's a difficult thing for you to do. But at the end of the day, if you show up authentically being vulnerable, uh, being 100 percent yourself, giving to the world, to people the truest version of yourself, and then someone comes back and throws it in your face and does something fucked up to you like that says literally nothing bad about you and everything bad about that person. So really you, uh, it might not feel good, but it's like, if you put it in that perspective, it's like, you don't have to have anything to feel bad about. Even if you get taken advantage of because you did nothing wrong. You did the right thing. You're absolutely right. But that has nothing to do with, I mean, no, it has everything, it has everything to do with what we're talking about, but it just sucks because, it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. You lose that person, the one you want, right? Like the person that you want. You're like vulnerable with and them. And it still hurts. Yeah, it hurts because, damn, like pain. you wanted that. You know, like yeah, yeah. I was looking for that. And then I just, the way I look at it is I didn't play the, I didn't play the, the card right. You really? know, like, yeah, because I again, don't agree. again I think... genuinely, I'd like it for it to be that. No facade. You like me for who I am. This is what it is. You know, take it or leave it. Hopefully they take it. If they leave it, then you're like, fuck. Like, yeah. Because I ran a little experiment over the last, over this summer, because the summer's not over. I ran a little experiment. I was, let's say, three girls. I was genuine with all of them, right? I, was, it does, I mean, it doesn't really matter because I, I can edit it after. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was genuinely myself with three girls, right? And then 
a facade with three other girls, right? Three is just a random number. It could have been one. I'm just giving you an example. Okay. Right? This well, is, is this weird an example that you're, or, an, or an experiment? This is weird that you're running experiments. Yeah, though. when is it being published? <laughs> it's not actual experiment. I'm just telling you how I've... Okay. Yeah, okay. over the span Give of time. Give us the test results. Okay, the test results. <laughs> what was your this hypothesis? Time. My hypothesis was this, that... <laughs> I hate the both of you. <laughs> the hypothesis is this, though. With the three people that I was authentically myself with, right, they ended up being too too much involved because I was vulnerable with them. Does that make sense? They were too too fast, too quick. It wasn't like the gradual buildup of like, wow, I'm starting to like you, wow, I'm catching feelings, wow, this is nice, wow, I actually really enjoy spending time with you. It was just straight into like, what are we? You know, like straight into that, you know? And like, to me, that's like the fucking Bermuda Triangle. That's like the death zone, you know? But in most cases, like, Maybe some men are looking for that, you know, like some men are, what are we? Oh, shit, I, I got it. We're in, you know, right, like right. me, I like to, ideally, I like to gradually grow that relationship. Of so course. whether it's like a friend stage, let's call it friends, let's call it like friends with benefits stage right. and then into relationship. It doesn't work that way. Trust me. I know <laughs> that face is very valid, um, but it's that. And then with the three people that you put the, the facade with, it grows gradually. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, so that was my dilemma with that. Cause I would ideally love to be vulnerable, but I feel like that does not work if I'm being honest. Well, yeah, no, I definitely agree. I don't think you in should. In the streets. Like, I don't think, I think anywhere, like you shouldn't just meet someone and like lay it all on the table and put it all out yeah, there. Yeah. Like you have to, you know, have a little bit of like, let's, you know, take it easy, give it some time. And then. When you start to feel safer, when you start to feel like you're in a safe place, then you can open up the doors that come after that. You know, like everything is should be like a journey. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it should be, you know, it, it should happen gradually. I, I agree with you on that. Um, How do you feel about what he said, though, about being friends first and then. And like building a friendship first. A friendship. Do you feel like that could work? I think it can work, but I don't think it's realistic. Like, I feel like <laughs> I'm not going to lie, you guys. I feel like that's just something that everyone says. Mm. I feel like everyone says like, yeah, well, I like to like build a friendship first. And then like, and it's just like when you like someone, yeah. you're into them. Like, the, the what the fuck does a the friendship stars, matter? The stars in the eyes. You're just like starstruck. You're like, exactly. Yeah, I want that person. You're just like, I want you like now. And then you kind of build a friendship through your relationship in a way. Yeah. Like you right, can't, right, right. you can't have romantic feelings for someone and then have romantic feelings back towards you. And then and just be, be like, we're only friends because I want a friendship first. Like that's, I'm, I think it does happen in like, I was gonna maybe say, like cultural. Yeah. I was going to say culturally it's probably accepted other places, right. yeah. but like here it's tough. But here if you can, like, if you can find somebody that agrees with how you feel, then yeah. it's going to work regardless because you guys are both on the same page. Yeah. You know? Um, but I'm just like, I don't, I'm not about the whole friends thing because you know what? I you, feel like the sparks, like there's you no sparks. lose it. Exactly. Yeah. I have also seen, and I'm actually, I love that we're talking about this <laughs> because I have also seen the very bad downside of being friends first. Like, I have seen, like, them be friends, 
like very close friends, best friends, whatever. And then it grow into a relationship. And when they're in their relationship, they don't know how to treat each other like boyfriend and girlfriend. So it nine times out of 10 doesn't work out. He's like because, dapping her up and shit. Yeah, because he sees her as like, oh, that's my homie. She's cool with whatever. Not realizing, no, he needs to wine and dine her. He needs to treat her like mm. he would treat a new girl that has like those high standards. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like same with the girl, like, oh, you're my friend. You've seen me in my ugliest. You've seen me like whatever. Like, so I can be however I want yeah. around you. And it's like, um, I'm sorry. I'm not your friend. Like, yeah, no, they lose the you. essence or like it, the the line gets uh, blurred. Yes, exactly. It's because vulnerability comes first. Jeez. Right. What? Does that make sense? It's because vulnerability comes first. You guys get to know each other on the deepest level as friends. And then you become romantic romantic are you as vulnerable with your friends than you are with your partner i feel mm. like you're the most vulnerable with your partner that's a good question because they see you head to toe maybe not like just in podcast, the physical but what maybe because we have a podcast and we really talk about our emotions yeah yeah a lot, yeah that's <laughs> that's a little different yeah. and then we're opening up to strangers whoever whoever that, that person is we'd have to ask the public honestly yeah, yeah. i i don't know i struggle with that one because i feel like i'm i'm definitely very vulnerable with my fiance but I also feel like I'm like super vulnerable with my friends in a different way. Yeah, yeah. Like in you a know? way that in, in a, a way, way that I wouldn't be with my fiance. Exactly. I know what you mean by that. A hundred percent. Because yeah. regardless if your fiance and you are completely transparent and know each other through and through, there's still certain things that like yeah, you don't because really the beauty of the relationship you like to keep a certain way right. so you don't talk about certain things. It makes it makes sense. Exactly. Um yes. I yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, like I'm not going to talk about the like things that I'm ashamed of that I did when I was single right. with my fiance because I don't That's fucking want bit. to. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I'm going to talk about it with my best friend. Like, yo, you believe yeah. I did that shit? Yeah. Like, That's crazy. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's that it's different vulnerability, but definitely same but different. Same, same, but different. So I, I'm starting to like to to dig deeper on the internet about our topics right i read an article that a guy wrote that said he used to be vulnerable and then he he, he took a step back because being vulnerable with girls was almost and this is just fictitious just like was basically like the same feeling of like a girl putting out on the first or second date like he felt like he did it too soon mm. in a relationship I kind of feel like that's what you were saying, Danny. What? Like, I feel like what you're saying, Faye, is exactly what Danny was saying. Like, when you do it too soon, you're kind of just like, it. in a way, like, it does, it could lose the spark, you know? Because there's nothing, there's nothing left to be curious about the person. Right. And also, to certain girls, to, to circle back to the beginning of this, do women actually want vulnerable men? The answer is some do and some don't, right? Because with me personally, if you are like on our first date, like spilling your guts about your family trauma and your mom, I'm going to be like, I don't think this is going to work out. It's going to be a huge turnoff and a huge red flag because it's not about the fact that you're like opening up and being vulnerable. Like, I love that. It's because of the but, game. But no, no, not even that. It's about the fact that it's not it, it shows me that there's not a lot of emotional like 
regulation. Yeah, like like you're like you're like this with everybody. You yes, t- you're not like disciplined with your emotions, and I like a disciplined uh, man. You know, I like disciplined people. I'm not very disciplined myself, but like I admire when someone can just regulate their emotions. You know, and like regulate what comes out. I don't like people that just like spill and then like give it all out. You know, like yeah. I need you to like sit think about what you're gonna say be intentional you know and then when when vulnerability is delivered in that way then i'm like oh this is beautiful yeah like wow he was he really thought about what he wanted to say took his time doing it and you could tell it was intentional not just like i'm gonna split spill it out because i i want to just spread my feelings on you what i what i meant about the game was you know there's a certain cat and mouse right and in courting and relationships and whatever. Yeah. Um, when you're too vulnerable from the jump or when you're just a very vulnerable person and you just spill everything, it takes away from the mystery. And mystery plays a huge part in the it, chase. It does. And, you know, like, so when you don't have that discipline and you're vulnerable without intention, like you were just saying, it takes away from that mystery. So then the the, the woman is like, well, I have them all figured out already. Like, what I say was there more to find out. I don't like this guy, you know, but when there's a chance of them liking you, even though they don't know your deepest, darkest secrets yet, that you're a hundred thousand in tax fraud or something, you know, <laughs> tax debt. Um, that's when they tend to step back. Right. Yeah. So to answer your question, Faye, from my perspective is they like it to an extent. Yeah. But I feel like women tend to treasure the fact that, you're only vulnerable with them. Right. Oh, right. 100%. Off of what both of you just said, mm-hmm. when that girl said phase for everyone, yo, I felt like shit, bro. Like I crumbled. I, I curled into a little ball and I was like, bro, I don't want to be for everyone. Oh, because you want to come off as like exclusive. Right. It's so yeah. hard to attain. Yes. Hard to reach. The, the yeah. everlasting, I don't want hard to acquire. Mysterious. I don't want to come off like that. I want to be like that. Okay. Yeah. Like, it's like... I'm the opposite. I want to be for I want to embody that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Nah, bro. But you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. I don't... Damn. It, yeah, you know, you're not... It, that's what, so so that's, what, that's where my dilemma is, mm-hmm. okay? I would love to be vulnerable with intention with everybody, with every girl that I'm, like, courting or whatever. I don't even know. Trying to bag, like I don't even know. Trying to, <laughs> trying to bag. <laughs> yeah, um, I would love to be vulnerable, but the fact is that it takes away from the mystery and right. it takes away from the game, and then the chase is not as, or it may be just in my experience, right? The chase tends tends to die down, so less interest, mm-hmm. and when there's less interest from one side, it's, it tends to reciprocate on the other side. Because I'm not one of those like. There's certain there's certain men that just I feel like they're like horn dogs. It's like by any means any means necessary right. I'm gonna get this girl. Right. Yeah. Which is like valid because like sometimes they end up getting the girl and like they're the girl ends up falling madly in love and I'm like how the fuck did they get that girl you know like and it was just they were and every DM wow you're beautiful wow you know ew. like and I see girls I see girls react like ill and then I see after the fifteenth message they answer to the fifteenth hard eyes because that's how they were feeling that day he just right. happened to keep hitting until that one day it hit and that dm hit and then that conversation started ended up on a date boom together seven years what the i fuck mean now? yeah it happened you know like yeah consistency is better than <laughs> vulnerability 
Okay. Bar. All right, let me ask you guys a quick question. Um, you so all right. A majority of guys we could say are not vulnerable. Right. We could just put it under an umbrella. Just yeah, a majority would, of guys are. I vulnerable, would generalize right? that. Eighty percent of the time. So when a women, you mentioned early, something earlier that women women lacked vulnerability in a relationship, so that's what they wanted. But don't you don't you agree that people usually go down the same path over and over again? Yeah, it's a cycle. People tend to do the same things. Like that's why like um soft compassionate women are looking for that alpha that you know, and then they don't get the they don't get the reciprocated energy of like that feminine, you know, like care or compassion or whatever. And then they're like, I love him but he just doesn't do Yeah like the things that I want. But it's like, yo, realizing the type of men you're going after 100 percent. once you realize that's the type of men i'm going after right we have a type or whatever mm-hmm. most of the time it's not physical right most of the time our types are the personality the type of person that they are how they deal with things that's when you fall into that vicious cycle of like wow i really like men who ain't shit that's why women are out here going men ain't shit men ain't shit but Women ain't shit either. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> the truth is, like, none of us, none of us is shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we all ain't shit. Yeah, we all ain't shit. Um, but yeah, well, what you're, what you were saying is like, if you're being a woman, you definitely have to. If you're someone who is like sensitive, more sensitive and compassionate, and you go after someone who is, you know, more maybe emotionally reserved and like rough around the edges and is not as emotionally mm-hmm. like open, um, you definitely have to find like a balance. And you asked me, Faye, do you do I feel like my fiance is, uh, you know, a balance of both? And I really do. And that's one of the things that makes me feel like like this is just you know yeah yeah perfect for me because to the world he's like this guy with like an attitude and like you know he could be a little like cranky and just have a stank face or whatever but then like when him and i like just lay down at at night and he's he's vulnerable and he starts telling me like how he felt throughout the day and how one thing bothered him or one thing made him a little sad and i'm just like whoa like oh my god you know this is hot yeah i'm like holy shit (laughs) i'm gonna lay it on you (laughs) (laughs) so you know it makes a difference when you have that balance like so to all my men listening you gotta have a balance you can be your best masculine energy self with while still being soft you just have to make sure it's a safe space that you're doing it with and the right person right but you don't always have to be like you don't have to overcompensate your sensitivity by like pretending to be more masculine because that's just corny you know like and girls can see right through that shit also don't fake vulnerability yeah like don't just yeah you know i was really close to my grandmother and she passed away you know like (laughs) don't do one of those like sympathy yeah come come on Come with something real, like from the heart, you know, but also trust who you're you're being vulnerable with. You can't just be vulnerable with everybody, which is like a little weird because I feel like I'm very vulnerable on here. Mm -hmm. And after season one, I feel like. I leave that for here. 
right? Obviously, I'm vulnerable when it comes to my partners and stuff like that whenever I get the opportunity. But when it comes to talking, people think because of the podcast, they have these conversations with us and all of a sudden I'm supposed to get in my bag right. and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. like I, was out, I was out with Faye one day and they asked us to explain the podcast and I was like, you know, like, Faye, like, go ahead, you know, like, go ahead, do it because I don't, I don't want to, like, in right. my head, like, I don't want to because I'll get into my bag and then people are like, oh, what the fuck? Like, so I'm like, I let like I let it happen, and then they somebody else asked, and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just gonna give it like one explanation, and I lost myself in the explanation. Like I was just in my head, like, yeah, yeah this my, is my explanation was just like, yeah, we just talk about feelings and shit. Like, yeah, that's literally <laughs> what he said. And then I like I lost myself. Like I was like, yeah, we do a deep dive in relationships and like you know mindsets, and you know I gave an example in one of the episodes, and I'm just like talking to that one person because that's who asked me the question. Like, yo, you know this is what about? And I turn, I look at the rest of the table, and they're like. And I'm like, oh shit, this yeah. is why I, this is why I don't do it. Not because it's a bad thing or like it just feels it's like uncomfortable. It, it feels weird because it's like, oh shit, like here I just got a camera and I love all the people that write to us and stuff like that and they listen to us. Like I I thoroughly I thoroughly enjoy doing this because it helps me and it helps people who listen, right? But when it's like in person, it's just not the same because of that. You know, like if I'm vulnerable off the rib with everybody, then it takes away that one-on-one feeling like i know i can see it in a girl's eyes when i'm vulnerable just with her and she's like i never expected that from you you know so it takes takes a little bit of the mystery away so that's why i like to just me the camera (laughs) or me and shorty i mean i guess you guys too but you guys (laughs) you guys are here with the camera (laughs) yeah well just goes to show everybody has their place for being vulnerable and you have to make sure you do it right place right person right time so the the final the footnote is women do want vulnerability just at the right time. Yes. Yes. Moderation. Right place. Yeah, moderation. Yeah, right don't be fucking on. overdoing you, little bitch. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Come on. You can't be talking to Faye like <laughs> That's that. That's crazy. <laughs> I was talking to... <laughs> in general. In general. Yeah, society. <laughs> Faye's sitting there like, she's, she's right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? I know we we're going to wrap up right there, but... I- I was I was talking to a girl and I remember she dropped a bomb on me and we had a con- a genuine deep conversation, and then I remember her saying like, "Yeah, I've never really had a like a deep con- a vulnerable conversation like that," and I could tell that it took her by surprise, but that she liked it, and then I think that just fucked everything up because she gave me validation for it. Mm. Oh, like, so okay, what it made so. you like? She told you like, "Wow, nobody's ever been vulnerable like right, that with me," and then right. you were like. And then you're like, okay, bye, fuck off. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's fair, but no. <laughs> no, no. So, like, every time she wanted to have a conversation, like, I would I would be there. And I would be like, all right, let's, um, let's yeah. talk. Let's talk. Oh, you know I mean? and then you turned into her therapist and not her, her lover. fuck buddy. Is that what you wanted, Faye? Sure, yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But, like, you turned into more of, like, a listening ear rather than, like. It just happened more frequently than I was expecting. Oh, and but you it's because you like or we're not we're not dating. You also you know have to I understand mean? that when whenever somebody's vulnerable with you or you're vulnerable with them, it becomes a safe space. It does. You're right. You know, right. and at least it should it should remain like that because just because they were vulnerable with you doesn't mean that they're like that with everybody right. or they want to tell everybody what they told you. So that's like there's a little bit of uh, sacredness mm-hmm. that goes into having a deep conversation like that because yeah, you're getting to know somebody at a deeper level, but also that doesn't mean that everybody should have that access right right you know? yeah yeah and that's where you have to set your boundaries absolutely because if you're like damn like now she's 
doing this every time with me and like I kind of can't be this girl's like shoulder to lean on every time like that's when you have to make that safe space a little bit more unsafe and then she'll stop coming to you or you give her another shoulder to lean on <laughs> come but on man really. there has to be a little sprinkle of Yo, uh, comedy in here man. Okay. Okay. okay on that note i kind of want to do a poll for the for the listeners okay i want to see what they think honestly because i i personally don't think that okay yeah know. let us know do you think women actually want vulnerable men or not yeah is is vulnerable the new sexy <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm curious to hear what everyone thinks because I'm a little bit tied on it, but I guess we'll see. So let us know, you guys. Uh, send us messages on Instagram. Let us know what you think about this episode. And you can also reach us through... TikTok, Spotify, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Can they personal message us, They can only message us on, on social media. Okay. They so, can write comments and reviews on our podcast, though. Yeah, so write a a review on our podcast page wherever you listen to your podcasts and uh you can also shoot us a message a dm on instagram we love to answer dms and then post them on our stories so we can interact with you guys and in private though we won't blow you up we'll hide your identity and we can share what the tea is all about so let us know your thoughts, you guys. I want to thank you so much for listening to another episode of Friends More Like Family. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> and thank we'll you guys so much for listening. See you in the next listening. one.